You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. It's Wednesday, so it's time for Wayne on Wednesday with Wayne McCurry, who's a portfolio manager at FNB Wealth and Investment in Johannesburg. Wayne, I've got a screen problem with the screen that I favour, but I've got everything mm-hmm. else except for what's been going on on the JSC today. What has been the action? I've been out of touch for about two hours. Well, yeah, the Rand Stronger is sitting at 17.59. The all share index is up, I think, about 0.3 or 0.4%, mm-hmm. but it's really all in industrials. And there, the big winner is clicks after giving out their trading statement or their trading update uh, earlier on today, which is exceptionally good. Okay. In what sense? I mean, it's always it's, it, it's always pretty good. But I mean, is there one yeah. particular area that they're doing well in or is it just yes. across the board? They're doing well in COVID. Ah. So the trading update they gave was for the oh, 26 weeks but including the whole lockdown period. Mm. They did say that pharmacy sales suffered a little bit, but their general merchandise and their, their turnover was up 10% on a comparative basis. I mean, that's massive. Eh? Yeah, it so clearly they won. They must have got market share from someone who's lost market share, whether it's, I don't know who, but you know, maybe people went, well, not maybe, people went shopping there, and the profits are going to be up very well, very healthily as well. Can't remember the exact range, but call it 20 to 25% increase in profits. Now, that is expected of clicks given the rating of the share. Yes. It's expected. But to achieve that sort of 20% growth in earnings during the full lockdown phase is astonishing. Yeah, the, the, these are impressive so numbers. It up 7 8% this year. This truly does demonstrate its defensive qualities, does it not? Yes. Now, look, it deserves its premium rating. It really deserves its premium rating. So mm. it done exceptionally well when you consider that's part of the lockdown, the lockdown periods in these results. Now, First Rand also came up with a trading update. I saw that at quarter to four. Yeah, my screen has suddenly refreshed itself. And of course, yes. you're intimately involved in that, uh, in that company. What did they say? Yes. They say earnings down, call it 35 to 40%. Now, that's very much as expected. Eh? No one was expecting anything less than that. Uh, or anything more than that, more, more correctly. Yes. But they do say, they say a couple of things. First of all, they say, Actually, trading wasn't too bad. But the reason why earnings are down is as per the new disclosure rules, yes. if you even sniff, if you even vaguely suspect that a bad debt may at some stage turn bad on you, even though the client is paying, still actually paying, you've got to provide for it. So I don't think the operating income will be all that bad before the big increase in bad debt provisions. Now, we all know bad debts will go up. I mean, we all know this. There are so many companies that are, and individuals that are not going to survive this lockdown period. We, we know this. Yeah. But the good news with all of these new accounting provisions and disclosure provisions is that you take the full hit upfront done. So even if we go you know, even if the economy takes three years to recover, you provide for all the bad debts for that whole time period now up front. So in other words, six months to December and six months to June next year, off this low base, earnings will be up 30, 
So the big question is, will they declare a dividend? I, I, I don't think so. Well, the others Even haven't, haven't all they? Of, the, the, no. the Standard Bank, for example, no, sort Capitec, of took the lead Capitec in that Capitec regard. Did. Yeah, yeah. yeah Capitec did. Mm. But we'll have to see. You know, the banks are fully provisioned, eh? mm. and their capital is massive. But they may take a prudent approach, even if it's just because the Reserve Bank is going to allow them to do it. There's a little bit of misunderstanding. A lot of people think the Reserve Bank instructed banks not to pay a dividend. As far as I can see it, that's not the case. They just recommended that the banks don't pay a dividend. And remember, they did that right in the eye of the storm during full lockdown, where no one knew what the consequences are going to be in respect to bad debts. Now you know a hell of a lot more about it. Yeah. So the banks have given out quite a few of these, have taken advantage of quite a few of these loan guarantees that the government gave. I must be honest and say, the last I heard was they've given about 14, 12, 14 billion rands worth of guarantees. Now, of course, that's a substantive amount of money, but the total available is 200 billion. So, you know, I, 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 it, it just appears to me as a complete rank outside. I mean, I've got no idea how you even go about applying for that uh, loan guarantee from the government. It just seems a little bit slow in rolling out, to be honest. Mm. But, it, but, but I think be that the, as it may, I'm not an expert in that. I know nothing about it. I think when the Reserve Bank says gently, we recommend that you don't, that sort of means we don't want you to, but we're not going to force you to no, but, because that but, would be draconian. Yeah, but banks banks and their shareholders will ultimately make the call as to how much they're going to pay out as dividends. That's quite normal. Mm. You know, ultimately, it's the bank's shareholders and the bank's own call. Because, I mean, if you look at the numbers, now, I mean, I'm flying a little bit here because I don't know the situation. I mean, I'm, a, I'm so far off the loan book at FNB, it's frightening. I, I know nothing about it, but... Bad debts normally through the cycle, call it 1.2% of book. Okay, so now you can say in 2008, it went to about 1.82%. So even if it's terrible, even if it is significantly worse this time, the maximum would be 25 to 3%. You know, the banks have got probably 12%, 10% excess capital. So, I mean, they are well provided for all of our banks. You know, so they're probably sitting, even if you take the full knock of the 2.5% of bad debts now, you've still got way excess capital. So, even though I don't think they are going to pay a dividend, it's not as though you're not paying the dividend because you are skating on the verge of bankruptcy. Yeah. I mean, these banks are very well capitalized. So, I think there'll be a dividend in December again, but I think all the June companies will just waiver the dividend, which is un unfortunate, but I think that's probably the reality of the situation. Maybe they're saying to themselves, first of all, we've been instructed, or rather we've been guided in that regard um, from the Reserve yes. Bank. That's number one. But also number two, just because the markets are back at record highs again, doesn't mean to say that that's the end of the crisis that we've all endured no, over the last don't. six months. Correct. Now, you must just remember, a bank, banking shares property shares, other financial services, and quite a few retailers 
are a long way from back at the previous highs, eh? Exactly. A look, long way. Uh, look, at, look at Capital and Counties, for example. They came out with their interim results for the six months ended yeah. 30th of June today. Share price down 8.5% or something. Yes, but Capco is at least surviving. Mm. You know, into didn't survive. No, delisted at yeah, 29 so cents. Got, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they've got, I mean, Capco is, I mean, I'm not an expert on global real estate, but Capco must have one of the prime properties in the world. Which is what? So they shoot them up, which is Covent Garden. Covent Garden, yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that must be one of the prime properties in the world. From the moment that that thing was conceived, it's just been a runaway success. Uh, talking about runaway yeah. successes that have sort of hit a brick wall and, uh, and then fallen back, uh, it's the gold price. Harmony came out with an operational update today, but the gold price yes. itself has been the extraordinary story. I mean, it was 2070 yes. and it went down to 1864 just 24 hours ago. In fact, probably even yeah. less than 24 hours ago. I don't know where it is now because I'm too scared to look. But that has been an amazing story yeah. of something that got so overcooked it was ridiculous and too many people talking about it correct yeah every person and their dog wanted to get themselves some of that Mm. and they did and they're probably licking their wounds now especially the dog uh let's have a look at uh, northern platinum just a very very quick one on northern because that's done rather well despite the fact the platinum price has been under pressure but that's a there's a good operation there's a there's a couple of good operations outside of the outside of the big ones that one really stands out we we actually know them very well we've met management quite a few times Mm. and look like all platinum and all gold they were saved by the higher commodity prices of course because they had big capex at northern they had proper capex but it's it's all it's it's all fine now now i've got no problems longer term with platinum as a base as a as an investment thesis i i'm in fact very positive on platinum as an investment thesis because even if even if internal combustion engines die at some stage in the medium term if you know if there won't be another another fossil fuel driven engine in 30 years time you know the use of platinum in fuel cells in a whole range of things is actually quite huge so you know I, i'm very batteries the whole lot i'm very positive about platinum as a longer term play now the the current price of palladium the current price of rhodium may be cooked but at least you know there is a physical demand for it so there is over time the price cannot fall below the cost of production because then quite simply production disappears until the books balance again but gold you know there is obviously industrial some industrial use for gold there is some jewelry use for gold but ultimately when gold goes above 2000 or 1500 it's pure speculation so gold has the ability to fall significantly further than what platinum and palladium will fall. As we've seen on many, many occasions, you know, gold going significantly below the cost of production and staying there. When a couple of things came out from the South African economy today, retail sales were down 7.5% year on year in June. I don't think that's a bad number at all. I no, don't, that's not a bad number. I think it's, in fact, I think it's a spectacularly good number given, again, what we've been through. Business confidence has recovered from a 35-year low as well. I wonder if that's linked to yeah. market performance. I wonder if it's linked to the fact that we've no, got, it's just, got it's through the worst. It's just linked to the fact that, that you're comparing against a 35-year low. Yeah, And we know that whatever the economy is like now, it's better than it was in April. 
Because mm. in April, there wasn't an economy. Yeah, I mean, it seems an age away now, April. March the 23rd, I think the market's the worst. And I thought, well, there'd be no markets for me to report upon. Uh, I'll be out of a job. Yeah. Uh, but now suddenly, here we are again. In fact, on that note, Wayne, the, the theme of the week has been, uh, sort of informal theme of my week has been, are the trends changing? Whether they be short, medium or long-term trends. Because I, I keep on seeing the NASDAQ. I watched it last night, it was down 2% and then closed down one and three quarters percent, whatever it was. And today, it's up 2%. Oh, the Nasdaq futures yep. anyway, the one that I watch. And I think this is churning at the top. This is something, it means that someone one day doesn't know what to do. The next day, someone else doesn't know what to do, whether it be a bull or a bear. Uh, the gold price going way above 2000 and then back gold to 1850. Yeah, but the, yes. Is there a change of trend in certain key sort of iconic emblemic yes. markets? Are there changes and afoot? Look, do you gold, think? gold can change tomorrow. Gold is an unknown. It is quite frankly an unknown. But if the NASDAQ changes, your only question is, how much is it going to fall until it stabilizes? Because the companies driving the NASDAQ are proper companies with serious balance sheets and serious cash flows. It's not just some investment speculation like the dot-com bubble. It's not. You know, there are a few of them. There are a few in there that are companies showing enormous losses at massive valuations. But the fangs there are proper shares with proper balance sheets and proper cash flows and profits. And they have benefited from COVID. So most of them. Yes. So if there is any change in trend, it's just a question of is it going to fall 10 or 15% until you buy it? Whereas gold can fall 50%. And even then, I don't think I would buy it. It's because you've got a psychological yeah, problem. Yeah, I've got a psychological barrier. Of course you have. You need to go and see someone about this. No, no, I've got, to see, I've got to see someone about many, many things. <laughs> many, many things, and one of them could possibly be gold. I don't dispute that, but yes. Okay. All right. Well, let, let's, let's say that, <clears throat> stick to the other things and, and leave, just leave gold alone. You've done very, very well without uh, a gold. So what's the message here? Don't be too quick to jump on uh, perceived trend change. Stick to your guns. What's your message? Yeah, look, we're running low on it. We're running underweight equity because, and, and we have been for a long time. We've been, you know, the first, when the stock markets recouped about 70% of their losses, we went low on equity because we said it's too much too soon. And you and I have spoken about this many, many times. Yeah. And clearly we're wrong so far. Oh, yeah. But we're sitting with money in the wings because. The world will recover. Life will return to normal. We just think there may be an opportunity to buy shares at better prices than what they are now. You know, we've never said that we anticipate a five-year bear market. We never said the market's 50% overvalued. We just think there may be a better buying opportunity. But, of course, we've lost out on, you know, the 30% of the recovery. But, you know, unfortunately, that's life in investments. Yeah, it is. I still think you'll have your day in the sun, uh, even if at the moment it's looking a long way off. But anyway, Wayne, as yeah. always, thank you very much for your time. That's Wayne McCurry, Pleasure. Portfolio Manager at F&B Wealth and Investment in Johannesburg. And that was Wayne on Wednesday. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position 
or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer, or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision, and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.